Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many is glad you know who Jesus is tonight? How many is glad you've been baptized in the name of Jesus? How many is glad that one day God fill you with the baptism of the Holy Ghost? Stand to your feet if you can and shout hallelujah as loud as you can shout. Hallelujah. Oh, clap your hands one more time like a Pentecostal apostolic church. Hallelujah. I'm so happy to have my wife and children with me also, and Julia and Nathan, and they've been a blessing to my life. My wife was a devil worshiper till she was 16 years old, and one day her, they woke up, it was a Sunday morning, and her mother was devil-possessed. They didn't know what was going on because the devil don't really show who he really is. And her mother was banging her head on the walls, screaming and crawling to the floor like a snake. So my wife ran to the witch doctor's house. That's their pastor. And she asked for help. Well, he came and he couldn't help. So at the evening... There was a little grandmother, a prayer warrior that knew Jesus that lived in the same street where my wife lived. And those old-fashioned prayer warriors, you don't have to ask them to pray. They'll come in and pray. Hallelujah. My wife said when she looked at the living room, there stood Sister Veda, that little grandma, and she looked and she said, Honey, I heard what was going on in your house. I have come to pray for your mama. <laughs> Michelle said, oh, oh, that's fine. And uh, that little grandma, she just stretched her hand to her where my mother-in-law was in the floor screaming devil possessed. And she said, devil in the name of Jesus. You have played games too long in this family. You leave this home in the name of Jesus. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And right there at the same moment, God delivered my mother-in-law from those demons. And Michelle noticed that there was a God that was more powerful than the devil. And there was a name that is above all names that when you call upon that name, something is going to happen. Come on, somebody shout that name right now as loud as you can shout. Come on, shout it again. Jesus. Hallelujah. If you keep standing with me, I am not a very long preacher. I don't feel like I am a camp meeting preacher. But since I, the Lord called me to preach in Brazil, my parents always taught me, said, when the minister, when the men of God ask you to do something, do it in Jesus' name. 
My calling is to Brazil. I'm a missionary, but I'm here in Jesus' name, and I feel the Holy Ghost. And there's going to be people filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost tonight in this camp meeting. How many believe that? Shout hallelujah. How many believe God's going to heal people in this service tonight in this apostolic Holy Ghost service? Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. You have to excuse my English. I never use English unless when we have Americans or when I'm in the States. English is my third speaking language. The first one is the Holy Ghost. Been speaking in tongues since I was four years old. And Grandma, Grandpa Taylor attended this church till they passed away. But Grandpa Taylor always told me, he said, Raw Jr., that's how they call me. He said, Raw Jr., have you prayed today? I said, yes, sir. He said, have you spoken tongues today? I said, no, sir. He said, go back to the room and pray until you speak in tongues. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I've been speaking in tongues since I was four years old. Portuguese is my second language. Third one is English. Fourth one is Spanish. I don't know who talked backwards, but somebody do. Amen. Mark chapter 4 and verse number 37. That says, And there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship, so that it was no, now full, and he was in the hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillow. And they wake him, and say unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? And he arose and rebuked the wind, and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said unto them, Why are ye so fearful? How is that you have no faith? And they fear exceedingly, and said one to another, What manner of man is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him? And by the grace of the Holy Ghost, I was praying, driving the car for this camp meeting, and the Holy Ghost spoke to me. And I was asking God, I needed to hear his voice. And the Lord spoke to me this title. He said, tell the American church, in the midst of the storm, I'm going to be their sunshine. In the midst, that's what I'm going to title my missionary message tonight. In the midst of the storm, Jesus will be your sunshine. Everybody that has ever faced a spiritual storm in your life, I want you to lift both hands in the air right now, making a funnel for the Holy Ghost. And I want you to pray as loud as you can pray to Jesus. Come on, come on, come on, hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, Lord, let your power come on. 
Come on, come on, if it's appropriate, take your neighbor by the hand. Let's have an old-fashioned prayer chain right now. From the front to the balcony, let's everybody pray as, as loud as we can pray to Jesus. If they can get wild at football games and they can scream for their gods, let's pray to our God as loud as we can pray in the name of Jesus. Let your power, your anointing fill this house tonight, God. Oh, we praise you. We worship you. We adore you. There is no one like you. There is no Savior like you. There is no God like you. There is not a refuge like you, Lord. Lord, I'm humbly asking you to bind every spirit from hell. I'm humbly asking you to bind every demon from hell in the name of Jesus and begin to break shackles tonight, God. Begin to break chains. Begin to break spiritual walls. And we as your church and people we will not fail to give you praise and give you glory. Fill somebody with the Holy Ghost. You can heal cancer. You can heal tumor. You can work miracles in this place because this is your house. This is your house, Lord. You inhabit in the midst of of your people and we will not fail to praise you. Begin to clap your hands if you can and begin to shout the name of Jesus as loud as you can shout to the King of Keys. Come on, Jesus. Come on, Jesus. Come on. While you shout the name of Jesus, come on, do it a, a little bit more. Do it a little bit more. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, you may be seated in Jesus' name. Everybody fights storms. Everybody that serves God. There's some, there's going to be trials in your life. There's going to be moments in your life that you're going to have to share some tears and, and, uh, there's going to be valleys and there's going to be some problems. But I'm glad that we've got the promise of God that He will be with us every day of our life. In the midst of the storm, Jesus will be your sunshine. I will never forget the night that we were dedicating a church in the city called Matão, very close to Campinas. And it was a little village and the Lord was moving in a mighty way. And there was not a lot of people there. It was a brand new work. And, and Brazil, you've got to understand, is the largest Catholic country in the world. And... Uh, we are persecuted. Uh, the Catholics in Brazil are uh, kind of different from the Catholics in America because the same uh, 80%, around 60 of them are devil worshipers. So they worship God and Jesus and their idol gods uh, on Sunday mornings at mass, but they're worshiping the devil on their devil worshiping churches on Mondays and Wednesdays and Friday nights. And, and they're not ashamed to worship the devil. That's the reason I made up my mind a long time ago. When I come to the house of God, I'm not going to let a devil worship out worship me. I'm not going to let an idol God worship me. I've got a reason to worship God. I've got a reason to rejoice. I've got a reason to run the aisles. I've got a reason to shout. I've got a reason to dance. I've got a reason to magnify the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hey!
praise God. We didn't have instruments. We didn't have a lot of things, but we had our hands. We had our feet and we had our voice. And that's what God really needs. It's a sincere heart. Somebody that is willing to let God use them. And we were worshiping the Lord and all of the some this village people begin to get in front of the church and they, and they begin to throw rocks at the building and they begin to scream and they begin to call us names and they were cussing and uh, so I knew it was people that didn't like the church it was the first one God Jesus named Pentecostal church being dedicated in that city let me tell you when Jesus walks in the air the devil has to lose ground when Jesus walks in the area the devil has to go hallelujah there's gonna be sunshine in the midst of the storm when Jesus walks in hallelujah so they begin to throw rocks at the building break the glass of the windows and and so when that began to happen uh, brother Holmes uh, I, I I got everybody together and I said I told the other people and the children y'all kneel down in the middle and I got us younger folks I said we're just gonna have an old-fashioned prayer chain right now because they don't know the kind of God they're messing with they don't know the kind of church they're touching. They're not touching a normal church, but they're touching the church of the living God. And we begin to pray, and the Holy Ghost begin to move, and we, and as the elder people were kneel, was kneeling down, and the children was kneeling down, and some of us younger folks was praying around them, and and we were pr- crying and and calling upon the name of Jesus, and uh, we could hear the rocks and the, the scream, but all of a sudden, about five to ten minutes later, the scream stopped, and and the rocks stopped. Well, we didn't know what was going on but we knew something in the Holy Ghost was taking place hallelujah hallelujah so I told them let's get up we're going to keep on having church the sisters got their broom and they cleaned the glass from the floor and I said we're going to shout a little bit more we're going to dance a little bit more because God is giving us victory I don't know about you tonight but I feel that Jesus is walking in this house right now and he is getting ready to do some sunshine and somebody's life that's been going through a storm praise the name of Jesus praise the name of Jesus clap your hands and praise him And you know those old-fashioned Pentecostal services. You begin to shout and you shout and you shout for about two hours. And when it's all finished, you don't really know who started shouting. But all you know that ever the whole church got the Holy Ghost all over. The next day, one of the brothers was at the village at the open market buying some groceries and a man came behind him 
and touch his shoulder. He turned around. He said, uh, are you one of those believers? They call us crentes in Brazil. Believers said, are you one of those crentes, those believers from that new Pentecostal church that was dedicated in, uh, in this village? And the brother said, yes, I am. He said, well, I was born and raised in this area. He said, I was one of them that was throwing rocks at the building. We did not want a Pentecostal church in this area. He said, but I want to ask you a question because something happened last night. He said, while we were throwing the rocks and we wanted to make up a scare and leave the area, he said, I want to know who are those soldier men. That came behind both aisles, both sides of the church. And they were strong. They were dressed in army clothes. And they came and they made us leave. He said, I've never seen them in this village. I want to know who are them. Oh, our preacher says, sir, we don't have no security. We don't have no guards. But yes, yes, the church of the living God has a promise that the angels of the Lord Oh, come on, somebody. God may not come when you want him to come, but he's a right on time God. He's a right on time God. It was the angels of the Lord. Thank you. That came to protect us. I feel them here. I felt them when they walked in this house tonight. Can't you feel Jesus in the house right now? Hallelujah. Standing. Now you've got to understand when you're in the mission field. There are several missionaries here that can agree with me. When you're in the mission field, you just learn to trust God for everything. Somebody asked me the other day, said, why, Brother Alvear, we don't see a lot of Mary? And please, I'm not putting the American church down, but I'm just, uh, I'm just uh, sharing with you. Somebody asked me the other day while we're in the States and said, why don't we don't see as many miracles like we used to? I said, because we have too much. service is about two hours and everybody's gone we have money to go out and eat after church if we get sick we can pay doctor bills and we can pay interest but when we didn't have that we learn to trust God and I'm not preaching about going uh, I'm not preaching against you us going to the doctors but I'm saying if we put our trust more in God we will see more that God wants to give to the church in these days do you believe that wave your hand and shout hallelujah as loud as you can shout Ooh. and I remember standing 
locking the church in Campinas. And it was my sister, Rebecca, and there was a couple from our church that I had just given them the last money I had to, for bus money. And, uh, and I had my briefcase with my Bible. And in Brazil is the law. You have to carry all of your documents. So I had all my documents with me. And, uh, and I turned around and I saw four bandits coming our way. And I knew they was going to, going to rob us. I didn't have time to unlock the church and run in the church. So I just finishing locking the church up. And then I turned around and there were there four bandits with guns in their hand. And they pointed at our face. Put us to the wall and, and they were high on drugs and they were screaming, give me the money, give me the money. Well, I knew that none of them had money. They, those a couple that only had money for bus and uh, I had my credit cards, and but I didn't have any cash with me. But I began to pray in the Holy Ghost in my mind. And I said, now Jesus, I serve you for all my life and I know that you can work a miracle. And when I began to say in the name of Jesus and I had my hands up and in the air and they had guns pointed to our heads and when I said in the name of Jesus I felt power have you ever felt power when you said the name of Jesus come on shout that name right now shout that name Jesus shout that name Jesus in the midst of the storm God will be your sunshine Hallelujah. And when I said Jesus, I literally felt angels that came down and stood between us and the bandits. And when I felt that, Brother Urshan, I felt. I begin to feel boldness in the Holy Ghost because I was not alone anymore. There was the invisible citizens of heaven that had just come to help us. Let me tell you, God will be your sunshine in the midst of your storm. If you just hold on and trust in him, he's going to help you in the midst of your storm. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. And oh, I begin to speak in tongues as loud as I could speak. And then I looked at those bandits and I said, have you ever killed an angel before? And their eyes got big, but Andrews, and I said, have you ever been to an angel's funeral before? And their eyes got a little bit bigger and they got scared. I said, because before you kill us four, you've got to kill the angels of God that's standing between us. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on, the presence of God is in the house. The presence of God is in the house. The presence of God is in the house. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. when I said that three of those bandits put their guns in their pocket and they began to run away 
But there was one of them that began to tremble and cry. And he looked at me. He said, oh, no, we can't touch you. Because I've been a backslider from a Trinity Pentecostal church for years. And he said, I know we can't fight against your God. He said, will you forgive me, Pastor? I said, oh, yeah. I said, just put your gun down. And I begin to pray him for him until God fill him with the baptism of the Holy Ghost right there. Somebody need to look at the devil eyeball and say, here I come in the name of Jesus. In the midst of the storm, he's going to be your sunshine. In the midst of your problem, he's going to be your answer. In the midst of your trial, he's going to come right when you need him. Oh, clap your hands and begin to praise the name of Jesus. Feel the angels right now. Can just you just lift up your hands? You need a miracle. Come on, that's what the Lord said. Tell the American church in the midst of the storm, I'm gonna be their sunshine. Come on, apostolic Pentecostals. Would you pray like a Pentecostal right now? Can you lift up your voice and really get under the anointing and pray as Jesus is walking by, as the Savior is walking in this place right now, and He is touching, He's delivering, and He's giving people miracles. here we just might as well get a hold of him somebody need to push through the crowd somebody need to do like the little woman that had the issue of blood if I can only touch the hem of his garment if I can only get close to where he's at I don't need a I don't need to talk with him I don't need to call his name I can only touch him if I can only get a hold of him I know that I can be behold Tumors are going to disappear in this service tonight. Oh, you just might as well get ready because God is in the house. God is in this place right now. Tumors are going to disappear. You're going to go back home and you won't have that knot anymore in your body. You're going to testify to your church. You're going to testify to your pastor. You're going to say, Jesus was my sunshine at camp meeting Sunday night.
a few months ago at our church in Campinas, my wife and sisters was doing door knocking. And many years ago, I was preaching a meeting with Pastor Johnny Go there, and the Holy Ghost got me so under conviction about church cards because he was telling about church cards in his church. I called my church secretary the next day in Brazil. I said, Sister Ana Paula, I need you to order 10,000 church cards. The devil began to tell me, oh, it costs too much money. And you're not going to see revival. You're not going to see a move of God. Let me tell you, we have been seeing a outpouring of the Holy Ghost in the last few years. The last Sunday we were in Brazil, we had 22 first-time visitors because of church cards. Baptize a Trinity preacher in Jesus' name. And another Trinity church has received the revelation of the oneness. I'm here to tell you, in the midst of the storm, God will be your sunshine. In the midst of your trial, God will be your answer. And I know there's people praying. Let me just finish this. And then we're going to pray. There's faith in the house. There's miracles about to explode in this place. And my wife and ladies in the church was door knocking, inviting people to church. They went to a home. And I teach our church in Brazil that we are the original Jehovah Witnesses. And they were invited, so they found this lady by the name of Francisca. And Francisca was Catholic all of her life, came to church that night. God filled her with the Holy Ghost, baptized her in Jesus' name. She got lined up with holiness. And then the next conference, she wanted to sing in the choir with my wife and sisters. My wife said, what are we going to do? I said, well, let her sing in the choir. She's baptized in Jesus' name. Got the Holy Ghost, dressed in holy few days before the conference, I received a phone call was from Sister Gloria. Sister Gloria said, Pastor, would you run to the Artolandia Hospital? Because Francisca has a stroke. She had a stroke and she's really bad. So I went to the hospital, walked in that room. She was in a coma, couldn't do anything. And there was machines everywhere. We prayed in the name of Jesus. God will be your sunshine in the midst of the storm. Somebody shout hallelujah as loud as you can shout. Oh, hallelujah. And we begin to pray for Sister Francisca. Well, to make a long story short, hallelujah, hallelujah. Few days later, couple days before the meeting, our conference, Sister Francisca got a phone call. It was her. She said, Pastor, I'm walking out of the hospital. Uh, she said, I am still singing in the choir Sunday night. She said, but there is one problem. I'm blind. I said, oh. She said, the, the stroke did not affect my speech or walk. She said, but it affected my sight. And the doctor said, I'm going to be blind for the rest of my life. I said, oh, really? She said, but I'm still singing in the choir. Sunday night I wa watch 
as Sister Gloria was pushing her in, trying to find a spot for her to sit down. And as they were sitting down, Pastor Holm, the Holy Ghost spoke to me, said, Tonight, I'm going to heal this lady to show the new converts that I am still God. The choir went up to sing. Nothing happened. Sister Francisca sung with the choir. As the choir was coming down, and she, she sat in the middle section in the last pew, Sister Gloria was leading her back to the seat. All of the sun, I watched as Sister Francisca threw her both arms in the air. And she began to scream, I can see, I can see, I can see. And she... Hallelujah. And she was waving a piece of paper and she was ran to the altar and she began to read the paper. She told me, she said, missionary, when the choir began to sing, she said, I begin to feel hot something, begin to pour on top of my head and went down to my feet. She said, and I know without a shadow of a doubt, I am healed. She went back to the doctor the next week. The next week, the doctor made the exams, said, ma'am, we cannot explain something has happened to you they said last week you were blind but today you don't have any sight problem your sight is like an eight year old child when my God works a miracle he does it perfect I know it's crowded I know it's full but if you need a miracle and you want God to move for you and you facing a storm right now in your home your marriage your family why don't you press your way through the crowd <laughs> you need the Holy Ghost bring them down here bring your neighbor with you we're gonna pray and the Holy Ghost is gonna fall the Holy Ghost is gonna fall miracles are going to happen in this place why don't you lift up your hands in the air if you can please lift up your hands and begin to pray as the singers begin to sing under the anointing of the Holy Ghost if I can get the ministers please to start laying hands and pray you can't stop wasting your
Oh, my God.